found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. Well, this is what we'll call Tuesday. There's a lot of them. The number two. 2-22-22. It's 6-22. How about that? Oh, my gosh. What, oh, my gosh. What coincidences. Oh, boy. What a day it must be developing into. When uh, written in the British fashion, 2-20-22 is both a palindrome, a phrase number, that's the same backwards as forwards. Right. A long-time numerologist sees today as an opportunity for new beginnings. Celtic Seer, a native of Ireland who does readings online. That's the name, Celtic Seer. <laughs> Might be Celtic. Sure. Said all those twos must be added to divine their significance. So it's quite a day. Astrologers also say that the United States will experience its first Pluto return. In this case, the first time the planet, which is associated with transformation and power, will come back to the position it was when the Declaration of Independence was signed and ratified July 4th, 1776. As a result, they predict radical power shifts. Keep in mind, Russia's monkeying around. Yeah. One expert dampened expectations. Of course, there's always a naysayer. (laughs) Old Barry. It's like four out of five dentists. There's always one. <laughs> Barry Markovsky. All right, Markovsky. Yeah. He's a sociology professor at the University of South Carolina, said Two's Day carries absolutely no historical significance <laughs> or any cosmic message, yet it does speak volumes about our brains and cultures. <laughs> That's a very elegant way of saying it's all hogwash. <laughs> Barry's mean. Yes, he is. Okay, he's bringing you down. Yes, he is. But he's a blast at parties. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> you won't uh, keep your beer buzz very long around Barry. Jeez, oh, Barry's here. All right. This is something some parents may try out there. This uh, boy, when he was 12 years old, his mom made him a promise that if he could stay off social media until he was 18, she'd pay him $1,800. Wow. She called it her 18 for 18 challenge. All right. Six years later, the now teen kept his promise and earned $1,800. Look at him. He's a fine-looking young man. He doesn't look all messed up from being on social media. Okay. He's... <laughs> Looks like a nice fella. <laughs> of course, six years ago, that eighteen hundred bucks would have gone way farther than it does, it does yeah, now. <laughs> with inflation, you can get yourself two pork chops. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> a tank of gas. <laughs> Mom said it's the best money she's ever spent mm. because she knows how teens can struggle with social media. However, one of the first things he did on his eighteenth birthday was join Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> He said it's been tough at times being out of the loop with certain viral trends and news. But he says his friends have always filled him in 
He also believes not having social media gave him more time to focus on the grades and sports. There you go. Yeah. Might try that. You got a 12-year-old? Throw that out there. And then, you know, if they complete the... Oh, whoa, I forgot. You know how poor we are. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> pull that. <clears throat> Would that be something... Let's say that you were 12 years old in today's world. Would that be an offer you'd take? I feel like at 12, <laughs> you don't fully grasp how much money 1800 bucks is. You yeah, know? yeah. Sounds like a lot. Yeah. It's a lot to me. It does. I could do a lot with 1800 And especially when you get to the age when you have friends that are going off to work, you know. Yeah. And if one of them gets a decent gig, you know, I mean, $700 last week, you know. Well, then what am I doing? Like, (laughs) you know. 18000 would that change your mind? That would probably change my mind. I think that would... Because, you know, that could be like uh, beginnings for college mm-hmm. at the age of 18. Right. Nice stipend for Not college. Bad. Yeah. Not bad. Do you have any old Apple gadgets? <sighs> Maybe. Okay. Find them and, and hang on to them. Okay. You could be sitting on a fortune. Really? As the value of retro gear grows. Some aging iPhones, iPods, and Macs that were top of the line a few years ago could now be worth thousands. Wow. That's because old school Apple products, even those that are seemingly obsolete, have become lucrative collectibles. The first generation iPhone, for instance, is now worth as much as $24,000 in packaging on eBay. Wow. The original iPod Classic which launches all the way back to 2001, reportedly goes for as much as 49000 on resale websites. Man. Even newer models of used iPods go for thousands as fans like their huge storage capacities, which draws those uh, of most modern iPhones, so mm. it does better dwarfs them, I should say. Yeah. A study in the pricing of Apple products on resale sites was published <clears throat> in 2016... A company that uh, tracks the pricing of collectibles said demand for retro Apple products has grown in recent years and gadgets are now collected like sports memorabilia. So there you go. I think I have a second gen iPad. Okay. And I think I have a second gen iPod Touch. Okay. I think I have two of those. You might have a nice little uh, retirement stipend. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know where they're at. I've got to find them. (laughs) Probably. <laughs> now, I presume they want them operable. I would imagine. Yeah. If you got the original box, that'd be even more. Yeah, no. Don't have anybody else kind of like G.I. Joe. <laughs> okay. You could have had some G.I. Joe money. Although I'm a huge fan of the boxes. Some of this stuff comes in because yeah. they're super nice boxes. Yeah. So remember, from now on, save your boxes. In fact, we have a box... That we have, we have Google routers in our home, yeah. and uh, the box that those came in is fantastic. It's like it's just it's awesome, and I use that to keep like guitar stuff in, <laughs> strings, picks, all sorts of stuff. So it's a knickknack box. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's really nice. Right. I have a box problem. If if there's a really nice box, <laughs> like I don't want to get rid of it. it. Drives my wife nuts, but 
I have a box issue. Okay. <laughs> House full of boxes. <laughs> Pretty much. Do we need this? Do we need to keep this? Look how nice this is. No. It's uh, no recycle it. It's six thirty. We'll take a look at news with Karen. We've got to check of our weather. We'll see if a Matthew's doom and gloom forecast is still in there. Spoiler alert. Okay. Yep. <laughs> okay. And we'll have more tidbits on the way. Three. This is Tidbits. The least I can do. <laughs> <laughs> The better, Matt. Yeah, I know. It's, I know. <laughs> By the way, thanks for making coffee today. Oh, uh, yeah. You were kind of you. Well, you're welcome. I was a little behind schedule. Right. And Matthew... Uh, I was ahead of schedule, so it worked out. Made the made the coffee, and it's wonderful. So thank you. Appreciate your, your efforts. I your, dipped into it before it was all fully done. Oh, okay. Hope that doesn't throw off the pH balance. No, it's, it's fine. Okay. I'm just happy to... Happy to have it, Matt. You're quite the kid. Okay, <laughs> Quite the kid. <laughs> All, right. All right. This is what every state is the best at. What do you think Indiana is supposedly the best at? All right. I, I have no idea. Okay, so you've looked. not looked. It's, okay, now the best at. Okay. So give me. Uh, I'll throw you one out. Okay. Michigan. Yeah. Best at most lighthouses. Oh, all right. Okay. Okay. So, Indiana. I think we are the best at... <sighs> this is a tough one. It is tough. It's tough. I, it is. I don't think you'll get it. Okay. okay. I, I just don't. Don't say it. Okay. I think Indiana all right. is the best. Okay. <laughs> now, don't let Michigan throw you off. Okay. Right. Right. So don't be thinking that line like sure the best at dairy farms or something. Okay. Okay. All right. Um. By the way, cheese producers, Wisconsin. Well, yeah. I kind of figured. Yeah. So I think we're the, we're the best at. Gosh, man. <laughs> if you get it yeah. and you've not cheated, okay, I'll give you five bucks. Seriously? Yeah. All right. Um, and you've not cheated. I've not cheated. I promise. Right. Okay. Scout's honor. I have no idea. Okay. Right now, I'm looking at the best places to raise a family are. That's, oh, that's a story okay. I'm looking yeah. at right yeah. now. All right. So, Indiana is the best at hosting major events. That was a good guess. That was very good. Most licensed drivers. I'm sorry, what? Most licensed <laughs> drivers. So I guess all these other states have hundreds of people uh, unlicensed. Okay. Now, if you if you read the newspaper, you would question that locally because you see a lot of driving without a license. Okay. <laughs> but we're known for having the most licensed drivers. Okay. Ohio, most library visits per capita. Down in uh, Tennessee, they're known for the largest walleye ever caught. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest producer of sweet potatoes. Mm. That's along the East Coast. That's North Carolina. There you go. Yeah. Most polite, just below them. South Carolina. <laughs> that's where Barry teaches in South Carolina. Is that right? Stick in the mud, Barry, remember? Oh, that's right. Yeah. 
So he's polite when he tells you you're full of it. Sure. Most four-year-olds in preschools belongs to Florida. There you go. Now, you would think that'd be the complete opposite. You look at Florida as an old folk place. And to think that the most four-year-olds in preschool are in Florida, I guess they got lots of grandparently-like people down there for them. Most Maybe. residents born in state. That's Louisiana. Hmm. Most dog owners just to the north. I like, I like Hawaii's. Least likely to collide with a deer. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Not like, you know, best beaches or anything. No, it's least likely to collide with a deer. That's that's good. Okay, because I've got to start showing how poor I am at uh, remembering my states. Okay. But uh, most homes with indoor plumbing. Okay. Now, what would that Come would be? Uh, be uh, that's uh, below that's the Dakotas. Uh, that's a. Uh, that's an odd-looking state. Kansas. Uh, is that Kansas? I think so. Okay. See that? I don't know. I suppose most man-made lakes. That. Uh, Belongs to Oklahoma. Is that Oklahoma? Oh, I'm sorry, that was Nebraska. Okay, think. Nebraska. See, my bad. The states aren't looking like I got. Sure. I got Nebraska <clears throat> and Kansas uh, okay. switched around. Okay, my bad. Least obese is uh, out in the West. What's that? Wyoming, That's Colorado, Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> now, <laughs> to me, that one up there in the uh, top left, the red one, cheapest groceries. Looks like the shape of Idaho to me. Is that Idaho? Yes. It is? Yes. Okay. Yes, it is. Sunny estates, Arizona. Highest salaries. That's uh, to the northeast, Matt. What state would that be? Uh, hold on here. Uh, highest salaries. Is that uh, New York? Oh, I'm on the other side. Of the... Hold oh, on here. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. New York. Sam, I'm doing pretty well, because now we're in the 13th colony. <laughs> That's when I was in school, okay? Right. right. That's when you were in school. That's when all this land was divvied up. Had... <laughs> Dale was there. <laughs> I witnessed it all. <laughs> it wasn't too hard to remember those 13 colonies. That's right. <laughs> and uh, Alaska. Alaska. Most pilots per capita. There you go. Because you got to get around. That's right. Any others you want to touch on? Uh, Missouri has the best trails. Hmm. Missouri. Missouri. Yeah. yeah. I just Tennessee largest walleye ever caught. That one is like what? <laughs> How big was this walleye? No kidding. Because you would think Minnesota might be walleye country. But they're most food cooperatives per capita. <laughs> Biggest walleye ever no. caught. No. Tennessee. There we go. Okay. Let's no see one. What we have okay. Here. Do they have a picture? Um, this is a snippet from a story. Okay, a snippet. Recent release by the current governing board of the <laughs> something something. So let the record be known in the walleye world that the. World record walleye of 25 pounds, which measured 41 inches in length, wow. was caught by Mabry Harper, 
in the great state of Tennessee in 1960. So it's been that long. That's a pretty good-sized fish, 25 pounds. Yeah. I don't know how big walleye... You know, my dad always wanted to fish for walleye when we'd go to Minnesota. Walleye and muskie. <laughs> okay. Muskie. Going for the big muskie. Yeah. So I caught some big perch in Minnesota. Now, I want you to look just to the left of Minnesota. That'd be North Dakota. I don't think we want to mention that one. Give me, give me one second here okay. because right. I'm still looking at, okay. at this. This is crazy. All right. Okay. Let's do a comparison real quick. Here. Okay. Here All we right. go. The biggest walleye, and I found this great <laughs> this great table. Okay. Biggest walleye ever caught in Indiana. Okay. Was caught in the Tippecanoe River. Oh, that's not far from By Donal, Donal, Donal. <laughs> it's like Donald with no L, no okay. D. All right. It's Donald. Okay. Uh, Tedford. Okay. In 1977. All right. It was 14 pounds, four wow. ounces. Now, when you compare that to the biggest one caught in Tennessee, yeah, that's eleven that pounds, twenty-five pounds. Yeah, that's eleven pounds difference. Man, wow! And there's, I mean, there's one that gets up to nineteen pounds, yeah. eighteen, but not even. So the largest walleye ever caught. There's one in Missouri that's twenty-one pounds. But so the, that's, I mean, that's still so. Yeah. I guess, in, in the fish world, where you look at yeah. pounds, yeah, that's significant. It it truly is. Yeah. So Tennessee, at least for a while, can have the largest walleye ever caught. There you go. All right, what am I looking at? All right, now I want you to look at North Dakota, just to the left of Minnesota. Oh, okay. Now that's ridiculous. All right then. Okay. <laughs> Clearly, everyone. <laughs> must be where those movies you watched in school came from. Well, clearly, the uh, all the dudes in North Dakota came together and filled out this this survey. <laughs> uh, how do you come up with that? <clears throat> and finally, a 31. <laughs> I just saw this. Hold on, I got to make sure what state it is real quick. Um, Wyoming. Okay, Wyoming. Wyoming can hang their hat. They have the lowest rate of syphilis. <laughs> Way to go, Wyoming. You did it. <laughs> Come on. Uh, There's just, you know, I guess I'd rather be known as a state that I live in with the highest per capita of licensed drivers. Sure. Than, uh, than that title. But uh, I don't know that there's time for this last story. So, Oh, sure. There, we got time. Okay. We got nothing but time. 31-year-old San Diego woman locked out of her family's home during a family argument. She climbed up the roof, <clears throat> probably the whole time, you know, yelling. Mm-hmm. Began throwing objects on the ground before she decided to sneak into the house by crawling through the flue, the chimney flue. Right. Her plan backfired when she became stuck upside down. She remained in that predicament for about an hour. (laughs) Oh, I bet she was fuming. Man. Before crews were able to pull her back up to the roof. Her injuries are not known, but she was taken to the hospital for a psychiatric evaluation. <laughs> That's the way to be. Climb through the chimney. Yeah. I'll get to you. <laughs> you can't lock me out. <laughs> I'll sneak it through the chimney. So there you go, Matt. Some tidbits. Not this Tuesday. And it literally is two. Uh, it is two. Yeah, it's the number T-W-O two. T-W-O Tuesday.
because it's 2.22. How about that? 22. What a day. I'll uh, see you tomorrow. All right. All right, then. See you, buddy. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits. Tidbits.